When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands uh but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off tonight by saying good evening to Don. One, two, wow. three, point play. And good evening to Don again. Three, 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 three. <laughs> and good evening to Richard. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. I don't get that. You remember when Richard yesterday said Lutege? Luke Cage. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, is that Litke? Yeah. Luke Cage. Right. And we, we corrected him three times. He continued to go. Three, well, why, three, why, three, why three, had, three. Uh, why haven't had, we had Dick call in this week? I haven't heard him once. Yeah. Uh, we we had yeah we had a little Don and Dick yesterday. So we got some <laughs> action. We got some Dick yesterday. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. What I, said was, no, what I said was true. All right, guys. I'm a big boy. Yeah, sure. We have a lot of foosball to talk. Let's start off with the kickoff to the NFL season last night. That's right, the highly touted Super Bowl favored Buffalo Bills in Los Angeles in front of uh, Jay-Z, LeBron James, many more celebs out to celebrate the Super Bowl champion Rams. Hmm. Let's hear... The play-by-play from the Bills Radio Network of the big Stephon Diggs 53-yard touchdown. Josh ready to go. Third and four. Bills at their own 47. He's in the gun. Gets a snap. Pocket collapsing. Gets out of pressure. Runs to his right. Throws it downfield looking for Diggs. Diggs stops and he makes the catch and he's in the end zone. Touchdown Buffalo Stephon Diggs. So I got a chance to listen to, to Harlan in the car. Yes. And Kurt Warner. And I got to tell you something, Don and Peter. I'm sorry. All these people getting $18 million a year. I don't know if there's anybody better than Kurt Warner. I don't understand why he's never gotten the big TV gig. He's very good. He's really good and likable and very handsome. Yeah. It's not like people don't know who he is. But he's not getting $18 million a year. I, I don't and, get it. And I very much enjoy sort of the energy. I know Don and I don't always see it eye to eye here. I really enjoy the energy and feel that Harlan brings to radio. You Big know, fan. Gunling loves it. I Here's what I'll say about Harlan. He is outstanding, but he he is over the top at times. Yes. Which kind of takes it down a peg. Because he, he follows the play well, and I love his energy, but... He has moments where he's a little bit too in love with the Kevin Harlan of it all. I agree. He also has a wonderful voice, which he likes but to really flex. And It is a nice voice. Oh, yeah. Well, now, I know what you mean, but how would you describe flexing one's voice? When you really go nuts like that. 
Yeah, when you. <laughs> He's pulling down off. his pants. Put up your pants, my man. See that that go. right there is an example, a perfect example. Uh, now, a voice flex. Now, my, Michael didn't see this, but I hope everybody enjoyed their twenty seconds of Ozzy Osbourne. What, what was it? Halftime or before the game? It was halftime. How did Ozzy look? Healthy? I mean, see, I I don't appreciate that because you no, know he's being because sarcastic. Because he's supposedly in ill health. Well, he's you, got. It's not Parkinson's, but it's like a, a sub part. It's like part. Something three. It, it, he's he's got early stages of Parkinson. Well, his wife said really, he was undergoing a procedure that would decide whether he lives. So and I wasn't being facetious. A really oh. bad back. Like his spine was. He's seventy three years old, and obviously he wore out drugs back in the day. Well, and you have to be you have to be realistic here for a second. When Ozzy Osbourne was on TV nearly twenty years ago, on the Osbournes, he looked like grim death then. Yeah. And he so was he, in his 50s. He's defying so the you, odds. You're saying, Don, that he won the war on drugs. He was the victor. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, he's uh, Between him and Keith Richards, that, that's not exactly the poster for not doing drugs. All right. But still, I mean, he's a legend, and you have him on halftime, and they show him for like 20 seconds. You can't air a song. All right. We can analyze later. It's Ozzy. So who'd they have on? Who would they have on at halftime? I mean, what's their halftime crew? I don't even remember. Well, that's interesting because uh, oh, Maria Taylor, right? Yes. Because okay. Tariko was play-by-play. Oh, and Chris Sims. Chris who Sims. I love. We started him on the show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed working with him. And so it's not any reflection on them. I just say you promote that you got Ozzy at the half. Like, who who saw him? Just the people. In the, why are you promoting Ozzy's playing at half? What, just for the people in the building? So and what song did they have him sing? Well, he's got a new album out that it, it, it dropped last night. So he got the promo, and then he did play a commercial for it, Patient 9, and it was one of the new songs, so I wasn't familiar with it. But it was like 20 seconds. Like, why bother? How's his music sound now? Good. He's still he's, – it's amazing. He can't speak. He's like um, – who was the country artist, Michael? Mel Tillis. Mel Tillis. Like, he had a stutter, can't speak, but he sang beautifully. Wow. Ozzy's like – but he sings tremendously. Wow. Good he's for He's a legend. But whether you love metal or not. You cannot argue that Ozzy's a legend. Who, well, who would argue? That would no. be an impossible, impossible argument to win. Um, by the way, Michael, you were asking about the NBC team. This yeah. is I, I just found this out last night. They actually brought in Chris Collinsworth's uh, grandson. <laughs> Only three months old. but Chrissy, he's uh, Chrissy Collinsworth. Yeah, Chrissy Collinsworth <laughs> the third. He's, he's doing the pre-pre-game on NBC. It's quite I, a gig. But I'm um, a big Tarico guy. Well, listen, Tariko's been on the bench there for a long time, and now with uh, Al Michaels' move, he'll he'll get his shot. I, I didn't make that up, right? Al left for Amazon, right? Yeah, well, he was forced happened. to leave because they, they got themselves into a, a Leno. Um, Letterman thing? Uh, not, not a Leno Letterman, Le, uh, Conan. Remember, oh. Conan was given, and then Leno like was hovering, but Al didn't hover. And uh, I guess Tariko wanted the gig, which you know was contractually obligated to give him to him. And then Al had to find a new gig. Uh, let's hear from Josh Allen uh, sure. after the game, talking about willing to do whatever it takes to win. I like winning. I, whatever I'm asked to do, I'm, I'm willing to do. And again, limiting the hits, obviously sliding and getting out of bounds, that's you know, above you know, the utmost importance there, you know, the best ability is availability. But again, when I'm called upon to do something for my team, I'm willing to do it. Meanwhile, Sean McVay taking the loss on himself 
We weren't ready to go. I take a lot of uh, pride in that, and that's on me. I got to do better. There was a lot of decisions that I made that I felt like didn't put our players in good enough spots. This was a humbling experience, but we're going to stay connected. We're going to all look inward. We're going to do a better job moving forward, but you give credit to the Bills, and then we've got to understand that we've got to have that mindset and mentality to be able to move forward accordingly. You know, I want a scorching hot take from me. Yeah. You don't like his voice. I, I've said that before, but I, I figured it out just now. What is it? I do not like his voice. They literally are just trying to recreate Gruden. That's why they want McVay. They want the young, successful coach. Literally sounds like Gruden. You don't think – I think his voice quality sounds like Gruden. Well, you got to keep him away from emails, though. It's a great, great, great point by you. Um, Let's talk local football. Is and, there local football? No, are you kidding? Well, I don't know what no. you want to call um, – let's, let's first talk about Dwayne Brown's injury with Robert Sala. Is – Brown's injury a long-term concern. Yeah, there's a possibility that there could be IR, but again, there's a lot of information that's going to come out here in the next 24 hours. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh so just boy, wait for oh boy, it. Oh boy. He, I'll tell you what, Sal is good at teasing. He'd, be, he'd work in radio. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to tell you now. We'll check out tomorrow. How, we'll art. let you know tonight just how over our season is. Next in a very special blossom. Um, all right, Sala also asked. By the way, how that's the lo- first time that uh, McVeigh has ever been under 500 in his career. Wow. Uh, here's Sala being asked, how will the O-line look without Brown? So George is going to the left, and Max Mitchell is going to get his opportunity at the uh, right spot. Yeah, if I was George Font, I'd say, yeah. Move me once, shame on you. Move me twice, shame on me. But he wants know. big money, so he wants to be the left tackle. Yeah, well, he's got to go where he's got to go. He's going. Now, here's here's Coach Sala encouraging fans to get to the game nice and early. I'd imagine it's going to be awesome. With the fans, I know you all like to tailgate. Appreciate it if you always get out there early, get in there early. Would love it if everyone sings the national anthem. Don't just listen to it. Just sing it. I think it's the coolest thing when the stadium's singing. But I think it's going to be electric. It's going to be a full house. Can't wait to hear the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets uh, chant with how many do we see? 80, 80, 90, standing room only. But get in there early, have fun, and it's going to be a fun day. I think he's going to uh, one-up Rex Ryan. He's going to call every single ticket holder personally. <laughs> and by the way, if, if he's if anyone's late to the game, they will be admonished by Brian Kelly immediately upon showing up. With what accent? My family. Also, can, nice I, I'm gonna. I, I wasn't here when you did that story. Yeah. The reporter was a real snot. Now Brian Kelly was wrong for what he said. But the reporter doesn't come back, win a game, and I'll get here early. No, you get here when you're supposed to get here, whether they win or lose. The reporter's not the victor in that. Well, no, no. Well, here's why I disagree with you. Two things. One, the reporter gave a very nice apology. I'm here with my family. And and also, Michael, here's the crazy part. According to her, and she said she was out of line and she shouldn't have made that, that, that response. She was three. She was three minutes early. It was a twelve o'clock presser. She was there at eleven fifty-seven. He still called yeah. her out. Uh, we, we well, maybe that this. maybe that was uh, the old giant coach in a Halloween costume. Maybe that was Coughlin. Yeah, it was Tom right. Coughlin. But I didn't know Coughlin held the reporters to that too. No, but Lee, Lee Van is her name, and we we mentioned this the other day. Press conference was at noon. I was running from a doctor's appointment. Got there at eleven fifty-seven. Brian Kelly called me out. Said jokingly, "I owe him ten dollars." I said, "If he won, maybe I'd be on time." Not my finest hour. I apologized afterward. He was super chill and said, "I owe him ten dollars." I think she's apologizing, Michael, because she became the story. 
Well, she's apologizing because she, it was a really snotty, arrogant thing to say. But I yeah, think but she he was, was snotty and arrogant first. Everybody was it. joking. But everybody was joking. Everybody was just having fun. It's a joke. It's a goof. Yeah, you I, can I, tell by his voice. <laughs> I don't like the guy as far as I can throw him. But uh, let's be honest. He was he was being playful. She was being playful. And it just I became agree. a story. I've I, always I, wondered that about that statement. Uh, literally, Don, how far do you think you could throw him? That's a great, great question. Brian Kelly. probably like five Don, feet? My guess is, Don, just so you know, I think Brian Kelly weighs about 230. Right. Don lifts him over his head and just... Well, rears back and tosses I, I, five feet. Now, I listen, I still uh, yeah! I throw the kids in the pool. Like one of the things we do, I sit in the shallow and I take the kids, put, lift them over my head and throw them in the deep end. It's a fun thing. They ask me to do it. I could do it for <laughs> Declan, you. who's like 70. All right. right. The, the problem would be getting him to me to lift him up. Once I lifted him up, which I think I might be able to do. I, I think it, it definitely would go more than five feet. Let's really? try it with Peter next time we're in studio. Wait, wait, wait. I don't weigh 230, so you, you should be able to throw me further than Brian Kelly. Right, I, so just if I could throw you 10 feet, then I might be able to throw him five. We'll just be able to do the math. But how could you throw a dead weight, 200-pound person five feet? It's really hard, Don. I don't think you could do it. And by the way, we will test this out because we'll all be in the studio yeah. Monday. We haven't seen each other in forever. Well, i got to tell you, outside of yay! your wrestlers, I'm one of the strongest people you know. <laughs> that may be true. Uh, and by the way, Michael, I will have you know that Don and I saw each other twice this week. You should, should be aware. <laughs> I said, well, I three times next week. Oh, all of us. All I meant all of us together, Snot sure. Rag, okay? Oh, wow. Wait, wow. Wait, wait, that's, that might be the worst thing you've ever called somebody on this show. What? It's just Snot a tissue. Rag. No, I, but still, I'm not wow. saying that it broke any kind of FCC rule. I'm just saying I don't think you've ever called anybody something worse. Snot Rag. That was something. <laughs> Peter, have you been called? I, that's very hurtful. The outside of social media. <laughs> yeah, on a daily basis. <laughs> um, let's t- let's hear from Coach Brian Dable of your New York Giants. How do you know the team's ready for opening day on Sunday? Well, i just say they've worked extremely hard. They've picked up, you know, the offense, the defense, the kicking game is, is fairly similar. They come out here, they give 100% every day in practice. I think they learn from their mistakes. I don't think you ever really know, no matter where I've been, you know, how opening day is going to go, whether it's been a team that's been won a Super Bowl or a team that hasn't won many games. I think you do your best job to prepare the players, both mentally and physically, and do everything you can do to go out there and put your best foot forward and then go play a good game and not focus on, well, what if this happens? happened or this bad play happened just be very um, positive in your approach be real and go out there and trust your preparation i'll tell you what peter for those that don't know peter is also an unbelievable dj i, I wish he could dj all 32 coaches you, you just play the same hits no. oh yeah i mean those are the it. same answers that were given 30 years ago nothing changes nothing changes yeah, it's like top they give 100%. You know, just got to trust the prepper. Oh, oh stop. Give, That's why Rex Ryan nothing. was so refreshing. Give you nothing. I'll tell you what, Michael, I think it's why a lot of people like Dan Campbell and enjoy him on Hard Knocks. You're right. You know, at least he's at least he goes off the cuff. He may be crazy, but at least he talks. And we're we're a bunch of frauds too because we don't like any of it, right? Like the they're boring and then the second they you know, we're going to bite your knees off, we we make fun of them for being yo-yos. So you can't make us happy. But, I, I'd but, rather I'd rather me have to say you're a yo-yo than you're a drip. Oh, yo-yo's better than drip. Absolutely. A dripping yo-yo, though, that's not good. <laughs> you never want that. Here's, uh, here's Saquon. Saquon Barkley. So uh, he left the U.S. Open? He's left the U.S. Open. Okay. He is now 
back at Giants camp. Do you use the naysayers as motivation during these games? No, nah, it's not like I'm going to be back there like, oh, man, Jordan said this about me. Like, I'm not, that's not like my mindset. Oh, that's not my mindset. Yeah, right, Friday. exactly. No, like for me, it was just like, I guess like when you're training off season, you know, you hear the noise and now it's coming and just blocking out the noise too. Also, you know, you can't get too caught up with people are saying about you, the positive and the negative things. Just going out there and, and, you know, my main focus is getting back to me, controlling what I can control. And when the plays are out there to be made, go out there and make the plays. I love, I love this, man. First of all, great shout-out to Jordan right there. Lovely. The great Jordan run-on. And also, I don't know, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still believing Saquon. He, you know how much he charms me, but Don, you were there. You were there when I was Googling yeah. at it at training camp. No, he's got a man crush. Did yeah, you I melt love, in front of him? I, 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 he's charming. He's handsome. He's kind. He's warm. Hell of a football player. I really hope this giant season I, don't, I really don't think can be very good. I truly hope he can at least earn himself one one nice big contract in the NFL. That's beautiful. Here's Saquon also on um, the lack of outside expectations. It is what it is, you know. As we know what we have in this locker room. We know what we have in, within this team, within this coaches, within the facility, from everybody. And we know what we have. So our focus is to go out there and execute. And we only get 17 guaranteed opportunities, and, you know, we have one right now coming up. And we got to go out there and try to make the best of it. Do they really know what they have? Uh, I'll tell you who they probably uh, don't have. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. That's not good. I want to see him play. Doubtful for week one. Um, as well as Aziz Ojolari. Uh, Jets side of things. Cornerback DJ Reed says he is ready to go for Sunday against the Ravens. Speaking nice. of the Ravens. Lamar Jackson did not come to terms with the Ravens on a new contract. So the 25-year-old quarterback will play this season under his fifth-year option at a mere $23 million. And then he'll be uh, franchised next year at $45 million. He's going to be, be happy. He's just got to stay healthy, and he's going to be just fine. Right. But it is a sport. A, a like physical no sport. other when it comes to the possibility of catastrophic injury. So you just don't want to see that happen to him. Um, the Steelers will have a number three sticker on the, on their helmets this season to honor quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Haskins died back in April when he was hit by a dump truck on Interstate Interstate 595 in Florida. Uh, I, I, I God, guys, sometimes I still I, I forget that that happened, and I'm just like, it's it's just a, it was a it was a blink ago that we were analyzing between Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins, right? Yep. And one guy's the biggest stress in his life is to seeing if he can get an extension for a ton of money, and the other guy's already gone. It's, it's so sad. Uh, nice of the Steelers to honor him. He was obviously he was only there for a season. Um, Major League Baseball has passed some significant rule changes. Michael, give us the quick elevator pitch on the changes. Actually, you know what? I'll go ahead and do it. I'm, I, I think I'm even more excited about this than Michael. Here we go. Um, these moves we know, Don, were designed – uh, to increase action, speed things up. We know that's mm-hmm. been the goal for a while. So the competition committee approved a pitch clock of 15 seconds with empty bases and 20 seconds with runners on. A defensive alignment rule that the, the defense must include two fielders on each side of second base with both feet on the dirt and rules limiting pickoff moves and expanding also the size of the bases from 15 to 18 inches. Um, that they're obviously, one, 
there's some nuance in there, Don, with these rules, with the picking off rules, et cetera. Um, but what do you think of the changes overall? Well, the one thing that jumps out to me is you're going to see stolen bases jump up. You know, Michael brought it up earlier that with the bigger base, you're, you're technically it's less distance between first and second to steal. And also with the pickoffs being limited to just two per at bat, Peter, how are you going to be able to hold a guy on? Once you've thrown over twice, he knows you can't pick me off. You can't. So now it's just mano a mano between the catcher uh, to throw down to get him out. And these percentages are very high to begin with. So there's going to be a lot more stolen bases, which you know what that does, Peter? It creates action. So it's good. And, and, and as far as the shift is concerned, well, you know, you used to have illegal defense in the NBA, right? You used to have that. But in the NFL, it's not like you can line up anywhere you want. Like from an offense, there's 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 places you're allowed to be and not allowed to be. So it's not it's not crazy. You know what I'm amused by in the rules? The 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 one that includes you need to have two defensive players on the dirt. I'm sorry, on either side of second base and all have to be on the dirt. And if if that is violated, the team the offensive team can either choose the result of the play or an automatic ball. So, Don, essentially, there's a sort of a, a light version of the football free play in baseball. <laughs> right. So, it's all to increase action, pace a game, and we've seen in the minor leagues with the pitch clock that the games have been reduced dramatically by almost like 30 minutes. Listen, uh, we got – obviously, people that love and are diehard baseball fans don't care. You're trying to win over fans, and you tell them, "Oh, you got to." By the way, you got to invest, you know, three hours and twenty minutes in a game every single night. You're going to lose people. We We're say, say so long to yes. Go download the ESPN New York app or listen on 98.7 because we still have a lot of ENN left. Um, Don, let's yes, uh, close out part one of ENN with this: the Premier League uh, will suspend play after the death of Queen Elizabeth. All matches from Saturday and Monday will be postponed. So this is until the 18th when she's um, when the services are right. Yeah, I guess uh, Andrew, would that be right? If they, it's, it's just those games, correct? Uh, right now it's this weekend, but I I think it's possible that they're going to have to postpone the following weekend's games as well. The 18th, I think, is when the she's going to be laid out, right? So a week from the, Sunday. Yeah, they're not going to be playing games then. Yeah, the, yeah. There's no way they're going to be playing a game. So if this, if um, her funeral is going to be on the 18th, that's a Sunday. They're not going to do anything that day. I think they're going to shut down until the 19th. And I was reading that it might be out of necessity uh, because so many police officers from around the country are going to be redirected to London for the crowds. Mm-hmm. So there may not be proper staffing at the matches from a security standpoint. Did you? Did you and JJ open? Uh, your episode of Caught Offside this week with like 30 seconds of silence for Queen Elizabeth? We did not. It uh, it happened after we recorded. You didn't do a special so, Queen Elizabeth's no. passing soccer podcast? Did not. Did not. thought you respected Great Britain, but it's okay. Um, Don, here's what we should do. Let's pause ENN for a couple of minutes. Interesting. And come back with your oh. week one NFL announcer line the whole thing all of us together shot rag thank you we'll do that next yo you want the whole thing come on don't give me just the local teams man this is a really cool segment all right all right all right one doesn't like it is michael
It's, ta- it's not just the locals, for what it's worth. It's all the games being shown in New York. <sighs> but we'll we'll discuss it. We'll, we'll discuss it during the break, and you'll hear it when we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this is, we're going to jump into your announcer lineup here in just a second. But I don't know, Don, if you've been paying attention at all. My guess would be you have not to what's been happening with UFC 279. No. Um, there is a new card. Oh, oh, is this with the with the weigh-in stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I do know this. Okay. So this dude, um, Chimaev, the Swedish fighter who is scheduled to fight the very popular Nate Diaz. This dude got into a verbal altercation earlier in the week. They had to cancel the press conference yesterday because he got into a fight backstage with Kevin Holland. Right? Mm. Who, by the way, th- they weren't fighting each other. He was fighting Diaz. Gets into a fight with Holland backstage. They have to cancel the press conference. Shows up for the weigh in today for his fight with Diaz, misses weight by seven and a half pounds. Seven and a half pounds? That's an outrageous amount, no? It, it's crazy. And, and by the way, he was kind of laughing. So here's the amazing part they have now found. A fix for this thing. This is what you. This is what you have to love about UFC. Is that Dana, because he runs the whole thing, Don is capable of pulling things together. Mm-hmm. He moved Chimaev to a fight with the guy he got into the fight with at the press conference. No, because their weights work. So now he'll have a fight with Holland. And he moves Tony Ferguson into a fight with Nate Diaz. Wow. This, the fight with Diaz had to happen. It's Diaz's last fight in his contract with UFC. He's 37 years old. Nobody knew what would happen if this fight didn't happen altogether. And Diaz is a huge star. He's one of the most watchable fighters, in, in to my opinion, in UFC history. So now, by hook or by crook, Dana has gotten it done. UFC 279 is official. Diaz Ferguson, uh, Chimaev Holland. And you've got the hype because they've already gotten into a fight. Away from the ring. Exactly. It's it's beautiful. Uh, and with that, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for your NFL announcer lineup. Full they wanted partial. to shut us down, Don. They really did. But they couldn't. Can't do it. All good. right. L- let's start with the Baltimore Ravens. Visiting the New York Jets, CBS, 1 p.m. on Sunday. On the call, the great Andrew Andrew Katalin, 
Catalan. That's right. He'll be joined by James Lofton and Michael Grady. Michael Grady, formerly a yes, now the voice of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Wow, Michael Grady really moving up. Yeah, good for him. Good for Grady. Now, Joe Flacco of the Jets, he's defeated 30 of the 32 teams in the league. The only teams he has not defeated? His own, his former Baltimore Ravens and the Seattle Seahawks. He's seeking to become the ninth quarterback ever to beat at least 31 of 32 teams. I I think um, Marino may be on that list. The only team he never beat was the Giants. The Of active quarterbacks, or Tom active. Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the only other two. That takes us to Detroit, where Andrew Gunling's Philadelphia Eagles are headed to the D. Adam Amin on the call on Fox. He'll be joined by Mark Schlereth. I literally empty my bladder completely on the bench. And Christina Pink. The Lions started 0-10-1 in their first season under Dan Campbell in 2021, but finished 3-3 over their final six games. All right, now here we were going to move to the other games on locally, but by Don's request, I'm going to quickly give you the rest of the 1 o'clock slate, a game that we will be watching very closely. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, of course, your AFC defending champions. The great Iron Eagle on the call. He'll be joined by Charles Chuck Davis and Evan Washburn. Don, you'll be locked into that game. I know it. Oh, sure. Uh, San Francisco is at Chicago. It's on Fox at 1. Joe Davis play-by-play. Daryl Moose Johnson, the analyst, joined by the legend, the icon herself, Pam Oliver. The New England Patriots are heading to Miami uh, in a game that Michael K. likes, but not enough to pick it. It's on CBS. Greg Gumble, a.k.a. Gumble the Gumble, play-by-play. Adam Archuleta, your analyst. A.J. Ross on the sideline. That takes us to Atlanta. New Orleans in Atlanta. Who do you think's on the call, Don? New Orleans at Atlanta. I think that's a, that's a Kenny Albert vehicle. Oh, yeah. Kenny Albert, your play-by-play. Joined by Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spake on the sideline. We go to Carolina on CBS, 1 p.m. The great Spiro Didis. Joined by Jay Feely and Aditi Kinghabwala. I might have butchered that person's name, and I apologize. Uh, And now a game that everybody's watching. Who do you find for a beauty uh, like this? The Jacksonville Jaguars at my, get ready to hear it for the first time, Washington Commanders. Hmm. Is it? Now, that's at Washington? That's right. So it's a CBS vehicle. No, it's a. It's actually a Fox vehicle. Oh, it's a Fox vehicle, so I'll go Chris Myers. <laughs> Don, how did you know? You I, knew he was the only guy left? I, yeah, and I just... That just felt like a Myers game. Oh, it had oh God. It is such a we get by the way, all due respect, we get way too many Chris Myers games. Chris Myers, Robert Smith, and Jennifer Hale on the sideline. The last of the one o'clockers will be the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. Ugh, this is a dog. Tom McCarthy, uh, play by play, and your Tiki Barber will be go. the analyst for that game. Which takes us to four twenty five. Pretty sexy game here, Don, when the Kansas City Chiefs go to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. 
What will Patrick Mahomes be like in a Tyreek Hill-less world? We will find out. Who's on the call for that Hello, one? Hello, Fritz. Yeah, you knew it. Jim Nance. He'll be joined by his pal, Tony Romo. I'm so nervous. And Tracy Wolfson on the sideline. Now, in my household, if Mark Ballard's here, you know what we'll be watching. Fox, also at 425 p.m., the Green Bay Packers at their rival, the Minnesota Vikings. On the call, friend of the program, Jace, Kevin Burkhart. He'll be joined by Greg Olson and Aaron Andrews. Wow, it is so weird that that is the number one team. How about this also, Doug? This being the new number one Fox team, Burkhart, Olsen, and Andrews, also Rinaldi. Two reports. Oh, okay. Andrews and Rinaldi. Um, that takes us to Los Angeles, a game I will be locked into, my three-point play. The Las Vegas Raiders getting three and a half points and playing against Justin Herbert and the Chargers in an AFC West clash. Play-by-play, the aforementioned Kevin Harlan. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. He'll be joined by Trent Green and Melanie Collins. Which brings us to just a just a beautiful game, Don. This is you know what this game is? You showed up to the strip club on a Tuesday at 1045 AM. And you know who's taking the stage? The New York Giants and the Tennessee Titans. That's right. Giants at the T Men. On the call for a game so important. Kevin Kugler. He'll be joined by Mark Sanchez. Thank you. And Laura Oakman on the sideline. That takes us to the Sunday Nighter. Tom Brady, fresh off of a interesting, interesting summer, will take his Buccaneers to Dallas. Well, that now, now Don, say what you will about both of these teams from a TV standpoint. That is that's that's the strip club Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Yeah, those are the girls they fly in from, like, Florida. <laughs> that's, that's like that's when the strip club splurges for, like, a really high-end yeah. porn star to come in. That's that's what when you see the sign, you go, oh, I know her. That's yeah. this game, Tampa at Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Giants-Titans are from that, you know, from the 20-year-old documentary on HBO, The Hookers at Hunts Point. <laughs> this, these are the strippers they fly in from Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it's special. Uh, this is a sexy game, and for such a sexy game, you have a sexy call. Mike Tarico. They still yep. seem to resonate. Tom, there are three teams. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth. Here's a guy. <laughs> and Melissa Stark. Also, if you want to listen in, in Espanol on Universo, Carlos Mauricio Ramirez, play-by-play, and Rolando Cantu, uh, your, ana- your analyst. That takes us to the Monday Nighter. It will be on ESPN. The Denver Broncos. This is Don. These are. This is. I, I, I want to wait right now. Let's all think about it throughout the season. Let's look for a sexier Sunday night, Monday night combo than we have this week, because you have Tampa Dallas, which is great for a bunch of reasons, but then you have Denver. And Seattle, Russell Wilson in game one back in Seattle on ESPN. Play-by-play, that's right, on ESPN, Joe Buck. He'll be, draw- he'll be joined by the great Troy Aikman. Come on, Daddy. And, of course, Lisa <laughs> Salters. There will be a Manning cast as well, Peyton and Eli. Spanish call, Eduardo Varela. 
Pablo Viruega, and John Sutcliffe. And that is your Week 1 NFL announcer lineup. God, I'm geared up. Let's close out with your phone calls. Everything's on the table. 1-800-919-3776. That'll do it for ENN. More Peter and Don next on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.